Welcome back to the Trees and Nylon podcast. I am your host, Trees and Nylon. You can call me Trees. And I'm joined today by a designer, an REI affiliate, and a freedom fighter for the equal right for all people to have access to the outdoors. It is All Man's Right, or if you would like to say your real name, or you just want to go by All Man's Right, that's also fine. No, I'm Livio. He's Livio. All right, cool. <laughs> well, Livio, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Hey, man. Thank you for having me. Of course. And for anyone who might not know, uh, how would you describe you and your work and what you do? Yeah. Um, uh, shit. <laughs> um, how do I even? Um, so uh, I'll start with what I what we'll do what what we do, and and I guess that's a shorter answer. Yeah. Um, we make ultralight backpacking gear. Um, uh, you know, that is, we try to be human centric in our approach to design and, uh, in hopes that people connect with nature. Beautiful. Very concise way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> Check out the website, allmansright.com to get a better idea of like, you know, what kind of, what kind of backpacking gear they're making. And so I was, I was checking it out right before we were talking as well. I've seen your stuff before. Uh, someone, I can't remember who I should remember that mentioned that I should ask you to come on the pod. And after that, I kind of, I never heard of you to be honest. So I checked you out and it's nice to see, first of all, it's nice to talk to someone who's in America. Cause that in this line of work, that doesn't happen very often. They seem to all be in the UK. Yeah. Um, and also East coast, which I also enjoy. I'm from uh, Georgia. Oh, bet. Yeah, man. But uh, I mean, goes to show, right? Like, uh, I put you in the West Coast. Really? Yeah. So when you were like, because that's where (laughs) Georgia people are from, right? That's true. (laughs) Normally, normally, yeah. I wish I was from the West, man. It'd be a lot easier to get outside and see some cool views. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Not to say the Appalachians aren't cool and all, but this is what it is. Um, This podcast isn't just about U.S. supremacy. Uh, this is about trees and nylon. So my question for you at the top of the episode, would you like to talk about trees or nylon first? Uh, let's do nylon. Let's do nylon first. Wow. All righty. Well, yeah. Tell me a little bit about, you can talk first about your style, your dress. And then also I'd like to hear about all man's right and potential nylon you might've used in that endeavor. Yeah, man, my relationship with nylon. So, um, uh, I, 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 it mostly comes from the like the fo- functional uh, side of it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when I was a kid, we were too broke, too broke for fashion, and uh, just never something that um, <clears throat> that I. Uh, that really uh, got into uh, growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think um, I, so it was all cotton up until (laughs) this one time I did. Um, uh, Up until this one time, I I took a trip to uh, Antarctica and- uh, Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was like 16 then, and um, they had like sponsors, mm-hmm. and so they, you know, they they took me to the store called Paragon Sports in New York. Um, 
and you know they they outfitted me. Uh, mm-hmm. I was getting like Gore-Tex shells, top and bottom, um, like all sorts of stuff, Sub Zero boots, like all this gear that I've uh, only seen, you know, for the first time. Um, and then after that, uh, I mean, I fell in love with the stuff. Then you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, how well it served me out there, and and. You know, I, I just got super into it. So, you know, uh, after that, all I wore was like uh, <laughs> uh, hiking sneakers and and that shell jacket that I that I wore to death. Like I, um, yeah, that thing could have done my task without me because that's how often I just had it on, you know. Um, and then I had like mountain hardware. Um, uh backpacks that i you know i was taking out to school my friends were making fun of me they're like you're going hiking oh yeah and i'm like nah they're just cool man so uh yeah i remember i would i would take like a what was it like a 20 something liter uh, (laughs) um mountain hardware paladin Mm -hmm. it was called so um anyway so yeah i was uh i was I got way into like outerwear then and that's all and that's the only way I knew how to dress and you know I felt most comfortable in that kind of clothes um yeah uh and then till I um you know till I got back into I guess back into like uh the concrete jungle and not seeing much of the outdoors so you know mm-hmm. it um i wasn't too connected with being outside and 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 the functional uh no need for functional clothing so it was back to kind i guess <laughs> um until i uh until i learned about outdoor recreation mm-hmm. uh, which might confuse you because you know i'm mentioning that i've been to antarctica and hiked and yeah. all but but I only really found out about outdoor recreation um, and that there's folks, you know, on trails and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. till like, you know, in my uh, late 20s, mm. 28 to be exact. Um, wow. Yeah. So I guess uh, that was my reintroduction with nature. And then, uh, you know, uh, nylon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I found out, um, I found this really dope community uh, of makers, you know, supplying, uh, uh, you know, the whole ultralight niche of, of long distance backpacking. Um, uh, and, I, and I just thought it was super dope. Uh, uh, eventually moved away from just making gear for myself and making it for others. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here we are. <laughs> There you go. Nice to see it. Um, oh man, where do you even go from there? So here we are now. Let's let's talk about here we are now. Uh, just keep you talking more and more and more. Um, what is like your current style? Would you say are you back? Are you still rocking that mountain hardware backpack that got you made fun of as a kid, or is it has it evolved? No, I mean um, when when I started noticing, you know, um, Gorecore being a thing. You know, I was elated. I was like, yes, you know, like, 
you know every, everyone seems to be my peoples now you know mm-hmm. they're all just like that <laughs> um so no i i i just uh I, I mean i wear i wear functional clothing more now than than i probably ever did since i i, I get out more now and, and i'm involved with the whole with the whole thing and mm-hmm. and um you know and i guess i have adult money to play around with too so <laughs> yeah it's a little better makes a big difference for sure for sure nice. for sure so obviously besides all man's right what's what are some other brands that you're into these days oh man um oof uh, to be honest it's just mostly um there's maybe a brand into, but uh, it's all backpacking gear related stuff. Um, I think lately I have a weird relationship with like consuming, might just personally, yeah, uh, consuming and 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 I don't know. I've just had my head down and 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 have it more involved with making. But the folks I have my eye my eyes are always mm-hmm. for is Rayon Vert, um, out of Milano, um. They, um, you know, I think they do it right. They're trying to look at, you know, they're trying to look at uh, manufacturing and and distribution, uh, um, not necessarily like in, in unique ways, but like actually, you know, at least trying to consider it more, you know. Um, mm-hmm. They're, uh, uh, yeah, they're looking at packaging, just uh, sustainability in a different way and just who, who makes who um yeah they just I, I think they're doing it right they have a they have a great um great great consistent um imagery and and just overall uh aesthetic you know so nice. I'm just looking closely at them I think they're I think they're fire um yeah you know and I'm also you you know the uh, I, I my eyes are always wide open for for what Colin Meredith is doing. I think he's mm-hmm. doing fine. Um, oh yeah, I asked him to come on the pod. He said, uh, "Wait until some more stuff drops," and he said he'll come on. Yeah, yeah. He um, I don't I don't know the guy from from a hole in the wall, but <laughs> he always strikes me as um, as wanting to you know put the the best out there like you know the best that he can do out there mm-hmm. and so it doesn't surprise me that <laughs> that he would want to come correct you know yeah nice stuff yeah. um so moving on from that talked about your present with nylon Let's talk a little bit about the future uh you can talk about <laughs> all men's right if you want you can talk about your personal style you can talk about just like the scene where you'd want that to go maybe all three it's up to you oh man um i think the future for us is gonna be um really i've been getting uh into uh more apparel design mm-hmm. um i want to start messing around with that and 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 start making um ultralight apparel for backpacking um uh i'm getting bored of making just uh 
just like your typical functional gear, you know, that, and although we try to make it look as best as possible, you know, mm-hmm. it just, uh, uh, I feel like even, even ourselves, we, we will start drifting into creating sameness. And I, uh, you know, uh, the future for us is going to be definitely shaking it up just for ourselves, you know, just so we, uh, feel like we're not just contributing to, um, just to contribute to the trash, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Just making stuff I, to make stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like I want to, I want to ask myself, are we really adding value? I want the question to like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to have to justify it to myself. I want it to be a more definite, you know? Uh, yes. You know? Um, exactly. Uh, the future for what what were the other ones ourselves <laughs> ourselves um you personally like things you might get into yeah. and then also like kind of this outdoor fashion scene gotcha for myself i you know i want to i want i want to get out more but two mm-hmm. i want to i want to start i want to start working with like um just like with other brands to to see uh some products come to life you know um uh i want to consult oh okay yeah i'm not too interested in 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 you know being the brand that makes this or that you know i just want to mm-hmm. you know i want to um, i want to continue to do what i love to do which is design and and I guess fund it somehow, right? <laughs> exactly. Oh so, yeah. So whoever's making it doesn't matter as long as I get to design it. <laughs> um, and then for this whole scene, you know, I, I, um, I, I don't know. I'm glad it's here though, um, because what yeah. I'm I'm envisioning is that, you know. I'll, what I want to see happen is that anyway, is that, you know, all those folks who, who got uh, some interest in the outdoors via fashion, uh, you know, fall in love with the outdoors and, and are getting out and, and are doing as you're doing, you know, drinking from a titanium cup, you know, <laughs> as just I often inside do, my house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as I often do and just like uh, really fall in love with the, you know the gear the uh and then what the gear facilitates you know which is like mm-hmm. you know it's awesome connections with nature you know yeah uh, that's what i'm hoping for i'm hoping that you know people bring their their love for fashion and 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 taste and what whatever you know uh, I just want to see, uh, you know, broad perspectives in in the outdoors. You know, people, people from all uh, inklings of life, and you know, mm-hmm. and all occupations. You know, uh, learning what's at stake. You know, because it's gonna take some some just you know, whole world mind to get this you know the ship steered back in in you know just steered back in <laughs> some kind of a row, you know? Yeah. No, I just agree. Steered, steered clear, rather said, because God knows what back is, right? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that sentiment. Um, I think, I think I've said this on the pod before, but deep down, everyone that's into this whole scene is just a nerd, basically. 
you know, everyone's a nerd and it's okay to be a nerd. Uh, it's got a, it's got a bad connotation, but we're all nerds about something. And I think it's cool to be a nerd about gear or, you know, the outdoors or anything like that. It's cool to be a nerd. So more nerds would be a good thing as well. Um, and yeah, uh, just kind of like doing some research on your company before, when we started recording the whole idea of, you know, the outdoors are for everyone and that, you know, anyone should and could have access to just going outside, even if it's just like a park in your city, just like bird watching, you know, just connecting to nature in some way is super important. I think as just a human experience, I think it's something that is very, it feels very real, if that makes any sense at all. And I think that a lot of people are without that. And I think they'd be a lot happier with it. No, I 100% agree with you. Um, feels real. You know, it's, it's a good concept, funny one. Um, you know, because, you know, <laughs> I think we're all trying to feel real somehow, right? Like, uh, yeah. that's how, like, the belief in that we're all in a matrix comes about, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just started watching... Um, just started watching True Detectives. Is that what it's called on 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 HBO? Possibly. It might be, yeah. Yeah, and the man is like, you know, describes like humanity as like some something that shouldn't have happened. Um, mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, you know, this shouldn't have happened. We our our humanity is, I mean, uh, our nature is separate from nature. So like. You know, I wonder if that's like why, you know, just being with nature in nature feels real versus, you know, regular life. Not, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's about finding a way to connect with nature in a way that isn't um, tearing down a tree for a lumber forest, you know? Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, All righty. Anything else you'd like to say about nylon as we've kind of casually drifted in the tree section already? Oh, no. Yeah, um, for sure. I, I definitely want to see more like um, uh, us moving away from like, um, you know, like, uh, what is it? Petrochemical based fibers, you know, yeah. like. That'd be awesome. Like that would be awesome. That'd be amazing. Like uh, it's a funny concept that, like, you know, to that to to get outdoors, um, you know, um, or to do the, the more extreme stuff that you know that that is that is to be done. You need like mm-hmm. you need uh, all these uh, harmful processes to happen. You know, for you to yeah. have fiber. You got to destroy the environment to go out into the environment. Yeah, I was listening to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's the uh, outdoor industry paradox that, you know. uh, Mm -hmm. But I was listening to uh, uh, a dude from um, Story MFG. Yeah. Which is great. (laughs) Which is great because, uh, um, but yeah, uh, some, some, some more natural fibers that can that can do what some of us need need uh need our fibers to do would be amazing yeah yeah but other than that let's talk about trees (laughs) let's talk about trees yeah so tell me in the beginning when you first were introduced to nature uh what was that experience like What, what were you doing 
Um, you know, I I was born in in you know the countryside and you know, very rural Dominican Republic. So oh, nice. You know, we um, you know, like outdoor recreation was pretty much you know ingrained like uh, life, I guess, right? Like, yeah. like uh, I know we would go, we would go to like a riverbank just to cook. We had perfectly working kitchens, but we would go. We'll take day trips there as a family and the entire family and whoever 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 jumped in the back of like, like the pickup truck on the on mm-hmm. our way there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh so yeah, I had the rural, you know, the rural life experience early on in my youth, and then um and I would just spend countless hours outside, um, sun up, sundown. I'm just running around the countryside. Um, and then, you know, I, I would emigrate, uh, sorry, or I would uh, immigrate, emigrate, whatever. Between, uh, <laughs> yeah. Between the U.S. And, and, and the Dominican Republic, you know, through my uh, youth. So, you know, I would go back from like, you know, spending a wonderful time in the countryside to like, you know the concrete jungle and and mm. limited to uh you know to like uh just no greenery you know yeah polar opposites yeah so that's um i guess that's where i think i gave my nature uh, my love for nature uh just every time i went home and you know had a i would spend summers there you know you know mm. that yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, so after that, today, obviously you don't you don't live in the DR anymore. Now you're here in yeah. Yeah. New York. What's it like? What's your? You said already too that you want to get outside more often. But what's your schedule like for getting outside these days? Oh man, go figure. Like uh, starting a <laughs> company means you had no time, right? Like who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought uh, someone lied to me? Well, um, I think I made the same mistake like everybody uh, who starts like uh, who everybody like me, just like me, actually, small business mm-hmm. owner starting uh, an outdoor gear company quickly. And and, and like, it's, I'm not lying to you. Everyone, everyone I've heard of has gone through this. We start or or has had this this stupid idea in their mind mm-hmm. that they're gonna start a backpacking company and so and so they're gonna be able to backpack more. But yeah, so that mistake got uh acknowledged, <laughs> you know. I, I haven't had much time. Um so like just before early this year, I I hadn't gotten out in like a year and change. Wow. Yeah, it was maddening. Like I would I would wonder like what why am I doing this? Like if I had, if I had like, if I had like uh, in in imposter syndrome prior, like Mm -hmm. now I've got proof that I'm an imposter. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it wasn't like a feeling. Yeah, it's worth the proof. Yeah. But this year, this year I've said, you know, like, um, seems like no matter how hard I work, orders are still going to be backed up. So like, what does it matter if I go on a hike? So yeah. that's good. That's a healthy, yeah. that's a healthy medium, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I've been out a lot this year so far. It's been like, uh, let me see. 
I try, I've been trying to get out at least every two weeks, do a um, day hike with with um, Outlandish. It's a hiking store from in Brooklyn, black owned mm-hmm. as well. Pretty dope. Very nice. Um, I've gone on two hikes with them already. Gone on uh, one overnight with the boys, and um, and then uh, a night hike. Mm. Yeah. Uh, night hike twice already so i'm i've been getting out this year man i'm shaking this loose <laughs> i'm trying to try to not be a farce out here you know <laughs> i understand it man i haven't i haven't been on like a decent hike it's got to be like a month or two honestly at this point it's been soon rough it's been a combination of me being lazy and then just like everything else in life happening and yeah, yeah it's been it's been hard yeah man like who would have thought like um i you know when when i when i was first into it i would tell like my co-workers yeah i'm going hiking this that and and they'll be like you're doing what why for what you know <laughs> and then like so then like you know i wouldn't tell them things like yo i miss it because then they'll be like you missed the what why for what <laughs> <laughs> you know so like yeah it's weird that we missed that that kind of like uh and like fun yeah yeah i do miss it i now that it's a little bit nicer out like today today's the mm, that's not that's not true today's a very nice day though uh but sadly it's the first nice day with also pollen added to it so it's like 75 out but there's just like a thin coat of yellow on my car and i'm just not i don't know if i'm ready for that i just got over being sick and usually the pollen kills me and i get a sinus infection so i just gotta Damn, I need bro. to drink some like local honey or something. I'm pretty sure that's what they say. So you like, you you prepare your body for the pollen. Oh damn, I like that. Yeah, I th- I've heard it works. I've never done it, but uh, maybe I'll try it. I need to go out and get that tomorrow. Man, pollen allergies—that's so hard. It's rough. So it's not like a peanut allergy where you can at least check a label to see if it, <laughs> like you just. You just get her getting outside, huh? Yeah, I just go outside, go for a walk. And that's the thing, too. I got to walk my dog, especially because it's so nice out. It's like, yeah, I go walk my dog at night, and then I come home, and I'm just a mess. So, Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's it's like the worst. Georgia is one of the worst states for pollen also. I yeah. think it was like the city planning for Atlanta was really bad, and they made a bunch of trees that produced tons of pollen. It's like a haze. It's like a yellow haze over the whole city. Oh snap! Isn't it like a city in the mountains or something like that? They call it a city in the forest or something. Oh yeah, sure. there you go. that's the one. Yeah, city, city in the forest, which is cool, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's not cool. Bad planning around. Yeah, but I think it's just bad city planning. That I read somewhere. I think it's fake, but I read somewhere that it was like the types of trees were like all male trees or female or whatever, and so they just produce pollen and no fruit. Um, or like they were spaced so far apart that they never produced fruit. I'm not exactly sure what happens, but I believe it because it's just everywhere. I'll probably wake up tomorrow and the the ground will be yellow from all the pollen. It's a lot. That's crazy. Okay, I get it. I get it. It just they spaced them. Wait, so they spaced the male and the female trees too far apart? I couldn't tell you. I all I know, <laughs> all I know is That's that crazy. in a week's time I'll wake up and um yeah. It, the whole the earth will be yellow basically no i've seen that i've seen that like yeah. um 
My the first time I sorry, but I think this often about uh folks that have uh pollen allergies, you know, just <laughs> condolences. Um, but like, you know, when you're outside and you're uh like spring uh like summertime, is it? You're like mm-hmm. shining your headlamp, it just looks like fog, but it's all pollen. Yeah, that'll happen. It's wild. Let's see, people are saying on the internet the climate is perfect for pollen allergens throughout most of the year. And it's, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> March, I thought you were like, people were saying this about you. I'm like, people, people are saying that I'm, people are saying I'm a loser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that people bite. Who knows? Who cares? Yeah, it's whatever. But that's just a that's just a struggle that I'm preparing myself for for the nicest <laughs> weather of the year, and then also for me to be the sickest I'll be all year. Oh no! Hey man, at least it's okay. Ah, who knows? Can't you wear like a mask or anything like that? Yeah, I did that. I did that a couple of years, like pre-COVID. I was wearing a mask outside just because it was so nice out, and I was like, I'm going to be dead if I if I continue to go on hikes without a mask on. Oh, um, it's whatever, man. Well, yeah, that's right. Huh? Well, I'll adapt. I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll just yeah. take a ton of Claritin <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah, stuff. Um, sorry, I just I just remember the first time I took like uh like allergy medication on trail. Mm-hmm. It was I was like floating on that stuff. <laughs> I was like I was like floating on 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 the trail. Yeah, well, you gotta yeah. you gotta make sure you get the uh, non drowsy too. That's the biggest one. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, I was like slurring words, kinda <laughs> feeling kind of loopy. Hey, was, how much NyQuil did you take, man? Yo, you know, I, you know, okay. This is related to nylon, I guess. Entry. Okay. So it was like the night before, um, before trip and, and my now wife, then, uh, then girlfriend didn't have a backpack mm-hmm. for us to go backpacking. So I spent. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Um. So then I spent all, the whole night uh making a making her a backpack, <laughs> and like got Good no. <laughs> yeah. So like, I remember I was working. I was working uh like a closing shift, and uh so I get home. I get home near midnight. So then I spent the whole night making her a backpack. So then mm-hmm. go uh so then go on a three day two two night hike the next the next morning basically that morning, um. I don't know what my what happened to my body, but I got like a full on like um allergic reaction or whatever and wow. um and like first night on trail and and I run into some hikers and then they gave me like um some medication. So I was mm-hmm. out. <laughs> um, but turns out that whole and, and then nothing helped for like weeks. And it turns out the whole thing was uh was like my that was my body reaction reacting to like uh 48 hours of very little sleep and then going uh-huh. on, on a whole day's hike <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, so my body just feels, sleep deprivation like here have some benadryl that'll help <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so yeah Thanks. so yeah i had to bail for for because i was making gear mm. well hey uh it worked she's your wife now so yeah, <laughs> I don't think. Oh man, yeah, it was definitely the sewing skills I got her. 
Yeah, she yeah. It was, it was the dedication. It was the stand up all night for her. That's yeah. that's what got her. <laughs> yeah, I turned I turned us into real hiker trash. Like I I um <laughs> I proposed to her on top of like highest mountain in New York State. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know I don't know how we became those people, but <laughs> but we are. <laughs> I love to see it. What is the highest mountain in New York State? Um Mount Marcy. I'm just gonna look it up real quick. Yeah, I think it's I think it's just above a mile. Also, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. I have no idea what the largest one in Georgia is. I'm just I like to see pictures of things when people say them. Yeah, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. It was uh awful weather. Mm. We what are you do. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the whole way up I was like, damn, I'm committed. I got this ring on me. <laughs> and and I'm not walking mind, out with the ring in my pocket. Yeah, and in her mind, I'm like, I'm thinking she's thinking, damn, I know he has that ring in there. Oh, yeah. We got we to, gotta, I don't know, probably. She's smart. And, yeah. I, and I'm not the best at, like, hiding <laughs> <laughs> shit. So she probably knew. She's like, ah, got to get out this damn mountain for a ring. <laughs> yeah, nice. I, uh, I just recently proposed my fiance last June. So not too recent anymore. It's been like eight months. Anyway, and I did that uh, on a beach, and she knew like the whole time that it was gonna come. Like she told me afterwards that she was she just knew everything. She except she didn't know what the ring looked like, but she knew like when it was gonna be, how I was gonna like. She knew everything. Yeah. She like just figured it all out. You know. Yeah, I feel like our partners, like they just know everything, and they just like let mm-hmm. us just just play out, just like just a humorous yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, let's let's wander back over to the uh tree section. Yeah. I guess we're going to the future then. Tell me what are some places you'd like to go to? What are some places or hikes, either one, that you'd like to go to, you know, US, internationally, anything like that? Um it's a long list. Yeah, um, rattle them off. Let's do it. Cool. So, in all right. So let's start with Sweden, I guess, because okay, cool. Uh, because I'm supposed to be going there soon on vacation. Oh, very um, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm super happy. So in Sweden, I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing. I, I will do this. That's so I'm. I'm just. This is the way I'm gonna say it. Okay. Just to manifest these things, uh-huh. I want to do the Kungsled in, in 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 Sweden. That's the King's Trail. Um. Supposed to be awesome, uh, reindeer bonus, right? Oh, um, then there's a, then there's a little slightly like you know like a more regional long trail called the Upland Sled, and I want to do that. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot, man. Uh, mm-hmm. All up and down the east coast of the of the states, I'd love to do some things uh, up in New Hampshire. That'd be amazing. Mm. Um uh there's one called the Pemi Loop, supposed to be tough, but I uh but you get a good a good view of uh of the the uh that sort of area. Um there's too many. I'm gonna sound like a complete dork just going all through them. So like that's good. Um, I, I, I think what I just wanna see the world, man. I yeah. um, I wanna see all sorts of like yeah, you know, like I want to see all sorts of terrains, like mm-hmm. 
I've um I've never I've never gone uh camping in the desert. I really want to mm. check that out. I would love to um Yeah, I I think some some desert would be amazing, some more like oh, some some stuff in the Caribbean, man. I mm. I mean I've only I've only played around farmland and like, you know, and stuff like that, but I've never seen some like true jungle. That'd be that'd be yeah. Um I, I heard of some dudes that are like uh that are building a long trail in in the Dominican Republic. Oh, very nice. Yeah, so I'm hyped about that. I hope I hope they um they get that done so then you know I could have I could have an extended backpacking trip in my native country, you know. Mm-hmm. That'd be incredible. Um, I know uh, one of my buddies is from Trinidad, and he's always out on like insane hikes there. Yeah, yeah, it looks I so, heard, just a tropical I heard, jungle, man. I, I heard about hiking out there. I might just take a. If this DR stuff doesn't get happening <laughs> in a few years, I might just take something vacation out there and, and do something, man. Mm-hmm. I heard you could hike in Jamaica a whole bunch. That'd be no cool. Idea. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I just I just want to see the world, man. I um uh I wish I was more, you know, in everything I do, I try to be like and like uh try to make the best, like, you know, uh and I mean by in everything I do, I mean like design work and 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 you know, work with all man's right. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to be as responsible as as possible. You know, but yeah, I still don't have the uh, the most optimistic um, <laughs> <laughs> um, outlook uh, to our future here. But yeah, so I'm trying to get it while I can. You know, I'm trying to see as much as the world mm-hmm. um, as possible before we're like fighting over water kind of thing. Yeah, before the water wars happen. Let's let's go see. <laughs> let's go see yeah. for the water wars. Before we all are, need to learn how to weld <laughs> yeah. and uh, and and build magmaxian cars. <laughs> you got so a head start. Man, you already know, you how, to, how, you already to know how to do some stuff. <laughs> Say again. You've already got a head start on most people with your yeah. with your design skills. There you go. So whenever whenever society fails. Uh huh. You, I, I feel like I feel like I landed a good trade, right? Like you, people, yeah. are always, people are always gonna have shame and are gonna want to like hide their junk. So like I always have mm-hmm. <laughs> making clothes, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. You're very even in the apocalypse. You're very useful. Exactly. You, you exactly. picked a useful profession. Worst case, worst case, I could always branch out and like <laughs> uh, just suture people. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Emergency medic. There you Needed. go. <laughs> Very nice, man. Well, it sounds like you're all set. It sounds like you got it figured out. Nah, plan bro, A even... is the world doesn't end, and plan B, just in case it does. Nah, I I sound like the ill prepper. I'm not at all, man. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or like the, the biggest doomer. I don't think I am in any, any of that, yeah. but... I like I said, I'm I'm not too optimistic, and um, but uh, I I just I just be one of the one that dies when it happens. Whatever. 
<laughs> I don't I don't have the ability to like build a four or anything like mm-hmm. that. Like I'm just I'm just gonna be one of the one. Uh yeah, I'll hopefully, be like the first two weekers. Well hopefully the uh the, the bomb detonates right above your house so that you won't have to worry about any of that. And you can just you can just go. You should be done. You don't have to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Like, let's just be real. Like, I'm. I don't have the most physical ability either. I'll just be one of the first, bro. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. Um, what were we talking about? What did I ask you? I asked you about the the future of of trees. Where you want to go? Yeah. Now we're talking about the doomsday. All right. Cool. <laughs> Natural segue into the world ending. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, well, honestly, I don't even know how we ended up here. I don't know. I don't either. Um, well, anything, anything not apocalypse related, any other places you could just say, like country or something like that, that you'd like to go to? Um. Oh, you know, dream place would be something like, like somewhere, like I, w- I would say, like. Like this Chitro Valley in like Pakistan, you know, somewhere mm. hella remote, like yeah. somewhere beautiful, somewhere. Because like no matter what trail I'm on, I'm always gonna feel like yo, this has been like <laughs> this has been carved out by a, a trail conference, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of thing. At least in the states, you know. But yeah, just wanna be, just wanna be out there. I just wanna feel something, you know, closer to like. You know, to to human, I guess. Mm-hmm. But like, you still find that places like that. That'd be amazing to see. Nice man, nice. Um, you have any questions for me before we wrap up here? Um, nah, no, nah, um, no questions for me. No, nah, I was gonna. I was coming around and, and ask you if you were optimistic about the future. Oh, am I optimistic about the future? All right, all right. here's my here's my real take. I yeah, think I'd like to be. I think I'm kind of an optimist. So I I think to a degree I'm optimistic. I think rich people need the poor people to do their labor. So you know. In like an apocalypse scenario, first of all, I think it's not going to be like a nuke. It's going to be like a climate crisis. Um, and eh, maybe maybe a few years from now, we'll have like a president that thinks that it's real and things should be done to change it. Uh, and hopefully we won't be at the, the point of no return for that. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think I'm optimistic enough because like capitalism is so fucked that poor people need to exist and so the rich people just wouldn't kill the poor people um so it's like a silver lining of it all is that they'd have to keep some people around so i don't think they'd let the world die Mm -hmm. because if they didn't need us they just let the world die and just like fly to mars or something right uh so yeah i I think in a weird way i'm optimistic that things aren't going to get so bad that would that it is mad max (laughs) okay so you're optimistic that um (laughs) that the that the ones letting it all go fucked will be like, hmm. yeah, all right, we've gone too far. Yeah, 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 yeah. And hopefully, yeah, I think I'm, I'm yeah. there too, man. I'm there too. I'm there too. 
that's the best place to be for your mindset. Cause uh, if you're not there, then you're, you're just a doomer and you're never going to be happy again. <laughs> or maybe you'll be uh. super happy and just die knowing that the world's going to end. I don't know. Maybe it's like a whole nihilism thing. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm with you there too, man. I, um, yeah, I, I, I don't think we'll let it. Yeah. Let's just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I have a couple questions for you yeah, yeah. before we end, actually, now that I've thought about it. Uh, this is an all man's right question I got. What is the favorite product that you've made? Um, uh, I think I think it's it's a steak sack. Um, just a little steak sack that we make. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think because I think it was the one where we, where we, I think we understood people's needs the most. Okay. Um. And you know, I think we we like we we nailed it when it came to like understanding what it is to like carry steaks. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, yeah, every every I think every every bit of it was considered um in terms of like what it does for the person and uh, you know that's a product that i'm like super proud of you know nice i saw a lot of people saying the steak sacks were their favorite when i was looking at reviews and stuff oh yeah <clears throat> yeah they were talking yeah. about how much they enjoyed them that's good man and you know it's for them <laughs> <laughs> it's for them you know i just take pride in like you know that we that um that that we took that we took our time and and did a good put a good effort into making a a product that wasn't more sameness and that mm-hmm. it really tried to like understand its its task and understand like the people using it. So very proud of that product. Nice man, nice. So that's your favorite. What is you've mentioned like apparel? You want to get into that? What is something that you're really excited to make? Uh, I want to make some kind of, uh, so I've been, I've been dreaming of making a sort of like a whole system, right. Um, mm-hmm. a whole backpacking system. Oh, okay, where, cool. Yeah. I, um, I just want to reduce the amount of things that we use, you know, um, out there for, for comfort, for, uh, just to reduce the amount of products needed period. Mm-hmm. Um, and just for minimalism, man, for just, you know, spending more time out there connecting than, than worrying about gear, you know, like, so we just want to make some products. Um, we want to spend some time this year and next just making some products for like, um, you, you know, just to go very minimal um, uh, out there. This is a new studio for us, so there's like a bunch of creative people in you know in this whole space and in my little corner of the building, and I made sure to make friends. <laughs> that's wonderful. I love that. Yeah. yeah, that's that's great though. A bunch of creators working together, or at least working yeah. around each other. You know. Yeah, yeah. I I got lucky because I got placed in, uh, next to like the most charismatic tailor ever. So <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, let's see what other questions. I normally put up questions for viewers to ask, but in my just complete days of a brain, I forgot, which I do apologize for. So if you do have a question, just I guess DM. Yeah, no, no worries. Man. Nobody knows me anyway, so nobody is gonna ask you questions. No one's gonna know you got fifteen thousand followers, my man. I'd say that's a lot more than nobody. Yeah. Yeah, people were requesting you. People, people were saying, "Get him on." Oh, that ass. Yeah, for real. Yeah, people were asking for you. That's dope. That's dope. I'm never gonna get used to that. I'm never gonna believe it. But yeah, <laughs> and now, um, now you've got another fan in me. I would say, and hopefully more once people listen to the episode. Because you get uh, that UK crowd coming in that they didn't know you existed. Yeah, Peak <laughs> District. I want them to show up. I got mad love for go. them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, I mean, shit. Uh, just while we're on the UK uh, crowd, mm-hmm. um, uh, in in that whole part of the world, like, um, some of the stuff that they got going on over there is what inspired all man's right. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, for sure, man. I know Scotland. Scotland has the um the right to roam. Yeah. Yeah, um, and that and that ties heavily to Aleman's threat, which is you know what, well, old man's right uh, is uh, uh, gets his name, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know about Aleman's threat and the right to Rome? I, I know what um, right to Rome is. Are, um, do you speak Swedish like fluently? Nah, 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 or do you nah, just know how to pronounce or, the words? Or nay, I know some. Uh-huh. Some like. You know, I, like I could ask for food mm, for a toilet. Good. Passable. Yeah, my love. You know, all the stuff that would like, you know, get me fed, uh mm-hmm. sheltered, and like loved. <laughs> <laughs> all I need. That's all you need. Those are the yeah, three. Exactly. <laughs> um no, so I don't know. I, I don't know much Swedish, but um, I, I'm I'm way into that. Um, you know the possibilities of of Alemans Red and mm-hmm. and and the right to roam and um and spreading that around the world because I think yeah. that you know, the um, <clears throat> the issues the issues of uh, accessibility that I faced um you know growing up in the inner city mm-hmm. could have been solved uh by something like that you know like uh like i know that uh i I would i would find myself when i lived in jersey for a little stint i would i would find myself like uh you know in private property all the time Uh, i would Mm -hmm. be you know in train yards seeking nature anywhere i could you know like uh and and you know and getting lost any chance i could you know um and having you know just people's private property opened up for you know people to walk on and just you know uh get lost on yeah. you know it would, it would have been amazing for me so agreed yeah that was that was one of the biggest things when i first started <clears throat> really looking at camping and hiking and stuff was finding places that i could legally go camping without uh having to pay that was the biggest thing. It's like I don't, I don't want to pay twenty bucks, twenty five bucks, whatever to stay at a campsite. I want to go up on a mountain somewhere where no one else can see me and just throw out my hammock or my tent and just chill. And luckily, I live like two hours away from the Appalachian Trail, 
and that's all right to Rome the whole way across. Yeah. So me and my friends will just go find a spot up there and throw up our gear. Uh, but, but, but before that, it was just, I was thinking, all right, is it worth getting caught by some like Southern guy with a shotgun in the middle of the night? I don't know. It might not be worth it. I think Probably I know not, a place man. that's safe, <laughs> you know? Uh, probably not um especially because they have the right to right like they yeah. you know they have the right to just you know finish you off like yeah, if, they, if you're just like <laughs> their property just dozing off you know because yeah they just you know, blast me and then they yeah. get away with it they wouldn't face any repercussions for it why would they you know they're they're protecting their property according yeah, to them basically. but you know and that's you know that's just and just that's just that bullshit. <laughs> it is just that bullshit. Man. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I imagine like you know if it's if you live with that fear, imagine somebody else who has like biases against them. You know, like exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like there's some like there's parts in the south I wouldn't be caught dead hiking or mm-hmm. or maybe you I would be, be, called, be caught dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'd be caught dead hiking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's just how it is. Um, but you know, a little bit of federal protection would have been would would be fire. You know, something mm-hmm. very nice. Definitely, yeah. I agree. Pay the people, make it public land. Pay the landowners like a sum every year to make it public. Uh, or just or just take away liabilities or like yeah. Yeah. or just straight up socialism that shit and just like tell them this yank is it. just what it is now. <laughs> like yank the yeah, the band-aid, you know. I feel like Yeah, sorry, bro. You don't own this one path in the middle of the woods for some reason. No, or you do own it. You just don't be a dick about it and let people walk through it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Or yeah, like, that's that's another good one. Just don't be a dick about it. It's all yours. Like do whatever you want. Just mm-hmm. um no, but also like it it also works out like like fine, you own the land, but like you know that it also helps like with accountability back and forth right like the people mm-hmm. who are walking walking this land are making sure you're not like messing it up as well you know like yeah you know it's not just the owner worrying about the people who are like messing it up who are going through it but yeah there could be accountability both ways and and um and some will argue, well, it's my land. I can do whatever I want on it. And we're like, no, it's not. You end up in it, but it's not mm-hmm. your land. Like, no one owns anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Well, nice, man. Um, any more questions? I think that is all that I have for you. I think. Oh, man. Yeah, well, it's, it's a, it's a, Probably a lot of uh, rambling subjects all into a no, man. Honestly, I feel like time flew by. I feel like I, I should ask you more questions because I feel like we have so much more to talk about, but I have nothing else that I have to ask you. Um, there's time. Like if you if anything comes up, hit me up. Yeah, yeah I got you. I got you. I will. Uh, I guess with all that said, Livio, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Yo, thank you for having me, man. We, uh, we, we, we talked a lot. It's great. <laughs> Yes, and it was wonderful to to hear another voice, hear another American voice. <laughs> yeah, America, America, baby. Yeah, and by that I just mean someone who doesn't have a British accent. Shout out all the UK heads out there. <laughs> but they do sound soothing. They do sound soothing, but uh, when it's all that you hear um, every week, it, it gets a little much, you know. Do, do I, you start I, developing it yourself? <laughs> just... No, I, I have started saying things though. 
uh, just like little little phrases. I say in it. I say oh, like bat- good bat- shout. Batteries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, battery aluminium. I'll say stuff like that now. <laughs> it's it's like a parasite. It's just infecting me slowly. All right, let's not get canceled by a whole country. Now. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Come for me. What are you gonna do, huh? What are you gonna do? <laughs> Come get me. <laughs> Come get me. All right. Um, well, anyway, again, it was a pleasure to talk to you, and I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, speak man. to you soon. Yeah, likewise, man. All right, see you.